You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Oh, welcome back to Cosplay Confidential. <laughs> I'm your host, Kiki. And I am sitting here after a lovely day at the All-Star Comic Con. I almost called it the Awesome Comic Con, but that's Awesome Con is a different thing. But it's also in this area. Um, af- we're sitting in the parking lot in an air-conditioned car <laughs> after a- an awesome day at uh, the All-Star Comic Con in Tyson's Corners, Virginia. And I'm sitting here with my sister, like actual real-life sister, Din. Say hi. Hi. <laughs> and uh, this was Din's first convention. Yes, it was. Yes. Um, did it live up to your expectations? Um, I'm not sure what I was <laughs> expecting. I mean, I was expecting people in cosplay, and that was really fun as a lover of all types of costumes and cosplay. Um. It was really fun to see and uh, to think about the time and effort that people put into their uh, cosplays and how much they, uh, how they might have made it and, you know. Yeah, and it was really nice to see that this convention had an area for cosplayers to really congregate because you don't get that at a lot of uh, smaller comic cons. Oh, really? Okay. So even at like Motor City, there's not like a, a place for cosplayers to congregate. So um, someplace like C2E2 definitely has like a whole cosplay central. But this was nice. It was like a ballroom and yeah, it was. What did they call it? it um, was, um, there was a name for it. It was like an atrium and the, the whole con was two floors. Yeah. The, the Tyson's ballroom. They had a name for it. Uh, the Tyson's ballroom. It was on the red level. And there uh, was just, there was a whole, there were a whole bunch of cosplay. All the cosplay guests were in that ballroom and, um, there, they did like all the group photo shoots and stuff. Mm -hmm. It was a good time. Mm -hmm. Um, so what were you dressed as today? I was dressed as Pam Beasley. This was sort of a semi last minute closet cosplay my husband found a Dunder Mifflin shirt on clearance at either Target or Walmart, and he he was so excited to show it to me when he brought it home that day. And I was like, that's awesome! And so, uh, yeah, and he's, he's wanted to work a few times, and so um, I, you know, I knew, uh, Kiki told me that, uh, well, you told me that yeah. people, who am I talking to? I don't it's know. It's me. <laughs> it's me. Hello, interwebs. Hello. <laughs> Um, so since you told me most people wear, um, plain clothes anyway, so that, that was like a little less pressure to like, okay, I don't have to dress up, you know, if I am not feeling it that day. Um, so I threw this on and I thought, why not just, uh, dress up like it's the company picnic. So I've got my hat on with the ponytail hole. We good? Yeah. And, uh put on my if i had kids i would have worn those but uh i decided to go sort of the pam beasley vibe even though i look nothing like her um and uh and i got the the white tennis shoes some shorts on and my husband's shirt i had to roll up the sleeves and uh and tie it in a knot so it kind of so it didn't just you know 
look like yeah. a sack. But. Yeah. And you're wearing a handy little like visor hat thing with a little space for a ponytail. Yep. I got it. CVS. <laughs> and this is actually the first time I've worn it. I got it thinking it would be so versatile and, you know, it's very lightweight, thin fabric and um, this hole in the top cinches closed with a little like drawstring. And anyway, so. it's real cute. Thanks. Oh, yeah, you betcha. Um, so you actually, you got recognized as Pam Beasley, like, a few times, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I, I was not, I, like I said I earlier, I kind of, you know, just dressed up for us so we could be Pams, you know, together. And, you know, we get our own humor out of that. Um, so I, I wasn't, you know disappointed you know that that no one walked up to me and also i realized as the day went on like people kind of dress like this anyway and so you know they, they probably just thought oh yeah that's how she dresses when i don't normally dress like i'm a tourist basically right. <laughs> but but I, true believers knew yes yeah. <laughs> yes and as i said finding finding a fellow office fan it's like meeting someone with the same religion as you because then you're just like Oh my gosh. So what's your favorite cold open? What's your favorite scene? Yeah. So, yeah. And that was a real thing that happened today. We did that. It was. It was. We had a, uh, we had a good conversation with an artist who was, yeah, and he had a great spot too. He was right by the entrance and exit to the room we were in. And, uh, yeah, we talked with him for what, 10, 15 minutes? Yeah, at least. Yeah. Just, just our favorite bits of the office and how hilarious they were and everything. So that was fun. And he is local and got his card and yeah. Yeah. Cause you're, so you're from this area and so are you, you live in this area. Yes. 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 Um, so that's one thing that I really like about, um, about conventions and not just big conventions, but small ones too. You get to see local artists and you get to support local artists. And if you, I know you picked up a few cards of people that you thought, Oh, well, I'm not going to get something today, but you know, maybe it, it would be a good gift later on. Right. Because um, while it is important to support local artists, you know, a lot of people are still on a budget. And so it's great to just, you know, if you think like I saw some things today where, wow, my husband would love this. And then I saw the price. And I was like, well, maybe not today, but it would make a fabulous gift, you know, for his next birthday. So I'm going to hang on to that business card. And, you know, if it's really, you know, uh, more than you can pay right now. We set a little aside each month and keep track of it and then um, save up for it. And then you don't have to worry about going into crazy debt because of these events and, and paying interest on, you know, things like that. So, uh, yeah. So I do have a lot of cards that I'm going to try and uh, put in a spot where I can remember that. Oh, that lady with the bags and the towels. She was super cool, and she she said she purposely finds um, niche, you know, sort of obscure things. And Kiki and I are all about the obscure, uh, the obscure things, you know. Yeah, like I. And what was the name of this? I'll try. And I'm looking up. Yeah, look up. Uh, if you don't have the card, you can uh, find it on the vendors list here because we really we should plug this. Oh, and the artist that we were talking to was where did he go? His name was Gerald. Oh like yes, that? it was Gerald Fontroy. Oh, Gerald Fontroy, and he does. Um, if you're in the DC um, 
area in the Northern Virginia and Maryland area. He also does, um, yeah, Gerald Fontroy. He does sip and paint and he does like home parties of sip and paint. So like, you know, painting not with a twist because that's copyrighted, but sip and paint. So yeah, so check him out. Uh, and then the, uh, the, the bag lady. No, she wasn't. No, Tangent Artists was the, uh, the D, all the D&D stuff That's that right. we looked at. That's right. They were really funny. I mean, if they, did they write those books they were selling? Yeah. I mean, they were, the, they were very just quick-witted. They talked really fast, too, which was perfect for us, you know, being from Michigan where we're used to talking fast. But uh, they, they had some books they were selling that were really fun. It was, it was mostly D&D stuff, right? And, it was uh, mostly D and D. They had some books that were um, what a, like a like these three guidebooks that they had of um, like a, a ranger's guide to not dying in the forest like an idiot. Um, and it's it's like supplementary things for it's like they're sort of jokes for for like you know they're sort of just funny for for D and D enthusiasts. They had a, a cleric's book. Um, oh, I found it by the way. Good. Um, so I'll, I'll reference that in a second. Um, it's. Uh, on the list, it's number 45 on, on this list. Um, and they also had, uh, they had one for bards and it was like, uh, they had a lot of like jokes and stuff you could tell. And it's, it's kind of like funny, but also it could really help you flesh out your role playing as a character. Yeah, great to draw ideas from, right? Yeah, for sure. Especially with the clerics. He said, like, you need to cite your sources if you're doing a religion check. And so they had a whole list of BS places you could pull your religion check from. Yeah, that was really funny, um, especially as a Christian and with the whole, um, not to get too into like cans of worms here, but you know, with the whole people getting Facebook arguments and things like that. So that's, that really struck my funny bone there with, uh, you know, being able to support your argument. And it happens in the D&D world too. <laughs> it happens constantly in the D&D world. Almost more than real life. <laughs> um, but uh, the it was Dawn of the Thread. Dawn of the Thread. Um, I'm a terrible person and did not introduce myself to her, so I'm not sure if her name is Dawn, but I really hope that it is. Um, but she's based out of Sterling, Virginia. Um, and she had not only... I bought... I did not buy. Din bought me for my birthday a... Um, uh, a really sick uh, satchel, little small satchel of it's gray and it's got red uh, embroidery of the monarch symbol from uh, Venture Brothers. They had that, she had that one and she had um, an archer one with like archer's face and like it says archer on it. Um, and they were both like on, on special for the con, but you, I can, I can get almost anything with like archer's face on it. It's rare that you find a monarch uh, a monarch symbol on something. So it was, that was very exciting. I was like lusting after that bag as soon as I saw it. Yeah, yeah. It was, and it was so hard to choose because there were so many great vendors today yeah. and such creativity and artistry and um, and skill that we saw today that it was it was hard to decide. And so, you know, I was uh, sort of just thinking of that one thing that you keep, and it happens to me too, when I can't decide, there's always that one thing that I come back to that I can't get out of my head. And I'm like, well, that must be what, what it is, what, what I should get. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was great. And uh, she also has like tea towels that she's embroidered mm -hmm. with, um, oh, little baby cosplayers. They're oh, so cute. Baby. Little baby Groot. 
Um, oh, there's a little baby Cinderella. I got mistaken for Cinderella two times today. Someday. <laughs> two times. Think. I'm okay. never, I don't want to cosplay Cinderella. No? So, no. Okay. No. No. It's a little, I don't know. It's just, yeah, I've never really liked Cinderella. Okay. Yeah. Of any of the princesses, I mean, I feel like every nerdy girl relates to Belle. Yeah. But, I mean, Snow White, I have cosplayed Snow White. Mm-hmm. Not like, I, I didn't like, I did like a weird punk kind of ho Snow White. Mm-hmm. Ho White, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, I I was just thinking, so you and I grew up going to Renaissance Festival all the time. Yeah. The Michigan Renaissance Festival. And that's probably the closest thing to Comic-Con that we ever went to growing up. Would you agree? Oh, yeah. So we were, you know, we were comfortable with uh, seeing people in great costumes. It was less common there to walk up and say, hey, I love your costume. And that because I'm more at Comic-Con, that's kind of the purpose of being there is to support other cosplayers. But uh, yeah, at the Ren Fest, it was the the whole immersive culture of medieval and Renaissance period. That was really fun. So you, what what is your cosplay and costume background, Din? It kind of started when uh, Gone with the Wind was on once, and I sat down and watched it with Mom. Well, she was watching it. I walked in, and I was like 10, maybe 12 or something, and she started pointing out, look at those gorgeous dresses. And then she started pointing out how the war changed the women's fashion, how they did after the, the Civil War, they, you know, the big um, hoop skirts, they didn't wear those. And then later, you know, a few decades later, the the bustle came into play, and it was a hoop skirt of a different kind but uh yeah uh, she showed how all the skirts fell flat during during the war you know and that's uh because times were rough and uh it was she showed me how you know through the and it's it's fun to still see that in movies and when they do a good job of uh showing how the fashion the fashions change through the decades over the years it was fun to see in Downton Abbey too Oh yeah, that I that one I definitely watched mo- half for the costumes. Oh yes, and it's funny because when it when season one came out and I told you you should watch watch it because the costumes were fabulous. I remember you said, "Well, the the costumes from the nineteen teens are not really you know I don't really care for them. Are you yeah. sure? Like how do they do?" <laughs> I was like, "They're surprisingly gorgeous. Like they they did a a really good job of representing you know the pretty things because nor you know." Everyone's got their preferences. The teens were not my favorite decade either. But I think in Downton Abbey, I mean, it was was just so great. Yeah. That's definitely when I when I think of shows or movies that have great costumes, I I always think of you because you've always know you will watch something just for the costumes. Uh, Yeah, that's kind of how I started watching Mad Men. (laughs) (laughs) The whole time I'm thinking, these people are dead. These people need Jesus. <laughs> They're making such, like, I mean, I am far from perfect and that's why I need Jesus. But, like, y'all, 
you're, you're making some bad decisions here, like life choices. <laughs> but I mean, that's part of the fun of watching the show. It's like a train wreck, right? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and as a mother watching Betty Draper interact with her children, I'm like checking myself like, do I come off that awful sometimes? <laughs> and I really hope I don't. But I think it's really hard to be worse than Betty Draper. <laughs> yeah, for real. Yeah, it really is. Um, so yeah, I, would you go to a con like this again? Uh, it would, it would depend. Um, I think it would be something fun to do with my boys. Um, maybe in a couple of years when they're old enough to appreciate it. Um, I don't think I would go alone. I think I would prefer going with someone. Yeah, it's, uh, it can be, it, for people who are just going to a con for the first time, a lot of times it's way more fun going with somebody. Mm-hmm. I can sort of go either way, mm-hmm. um, phrasing. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, I, I like going with friends as long as it's, I don't know, maybe one other person. Because mm-hmm. when there's more than one other person, I feel like, okay, we start getting pulled in different directions. Um, yeah, yeah. There, there was a point where I wanted to see ba- if Baby Groot and Tall Groot had seen each other. It turned out they had, yeah. but I, yeah, to do that, I, I wandered away from you for a minute, <laughs> but which was fine. Yeah, I figured it was no big deal, and uh, you would be standing at the <laughs> that fabulous bag shop, just just lusting after the monarch bag. I planted. Wait, a plant, Anne. Um, from Arrested Development. When Anne, they leave Anne in Mexico. She's sitting on a bench. And they go, way to plant, Anne. <laughs> talks about picking up plant. Oh, and they dear. call her plant. Oh, dear. Yep. Um, <laughs> it's a great show. You should rewatch it. I should. Um, so what were some of your favorite cosplays that you saw today? I think probably one of, probably one of them was one of the ones we just saw walking out. Ghost Rider? Oh, well, there was Ghost Rider. I mean, yeah, he's over there getting, getting in the trunk of his great. car right now. He wasn't my favorite, oh. but um, the, there was a uh, live-action remake Cinderella mm-hmm. and possibly Stepsister. It was uh, Lady Tremaine. Okay. Stepmom. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they were gorgeous. And um, what was the girl's name from Labyrinth? Oh, Sarah. Sarah. Yeah. yeah, I really hope I didn't hurt her feelings. No, I don't think so. I mean, people get that all the time. Okay, yeah. to clarify, Lyndon, I mean, Din, did not insult her. She just said, oh, you should totally cosplay as Marjorie, T- Marjorie Tyrell. Because uh, this Sarah cosplayer had a very similar, strikingly heart-shaped similar. Face, l- heart-shaped face, large, wide-set eyes. Like, she came over because she recognized Kiki's cosplay as Pam. And, you know, so they were both sort of just fangirling over each other's costumes (laughs) and getting pictures and stuff. And so, you know, when we were chatting, I was I I meant it to be kind, you know, because I'm I love gathering ideas. Um, That's why I love going to Ikea, having lived in like small spaces for so long, walking through the store. I'm like, even if I don't buy anything, I'm like, oh, that would be a good idea. And I sort of store it up for later. Um, And uh, so I, I said to her. You know who you would look, you know who you could totally, what did I say? 
I don't remember exactly, but basically that you could totally pull off Marjorie Tyrell. I meant it as a compliment. And then I said, it's because you look exactly like the actress. And she also played Anne Boleyn, so you could probably do that too. And um, she she didn't really like smile or anything when I said that. I I don't. Maybe she was tired. I mean, I mean, I'll give her the benefit of a doubt. Like whatever. I mean, people get. It's kind of like um, I think about when Tina Fey worked on uh, SNL, and she talked about how you know they always get suggestions for sketches that are completely unsolicited, Mm -hmm. and you know most of them are pretty bad. People get that all the time. That was like you know that was a good suggestion. But, like, it came out of the blue, and so it's weird hearing those coming from out of the blue. But I don't think it was – she didn't seem – I don't think she was offended by yeah. it. Okay. And um, if you're listening, Sarah, if you're out there. please, please send me a message um, because my sister feels real bad. <laughs> yeah. I, I was like – we were walking away. She was like, okay, and she was, she was, she was on her way out of the, the ballroom already, and I turned to Kiki and I said – yeah, I should have led with that. I was I should have just said, you know, who you know, you look exactly like the actress. To, I I don't know that that would have been better. I don't know that that would have been better. I, it's okay. And I don't know the etiquette. I'm sorry. I I am a noob <laughs> as the as the youth say. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> as the youth. The the I'm young trying to be hip here. Oh yeah. Um. Oh no, I was talking about the uh, the Mary Poppins and Bert. Oh, they were great. Yeah, they were great. She had the red coat. Um, it was yeah. She was dressed up from the roof scene, and uh, yeah, what my favorite live action Disney movie for sure. And that's I mean, is Disney going to ever make a two and a half hour long movie? Two and a half, two and three quarters of an hour long. It was, Mary Poppins is a long movie. It's a long movie. I mean, we're and keep in mind, folks, we're talking about Disney, not the things that Disney owns now, like Star Wars and uh, Marvel. We're talking about like actual Disney. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, oh, as far as favorite Disney movies, yeah, go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and like, will they ever make a two and a half hour? Because like Endgame was. Along apparently, yeah. I mean, as far as the when you think of classic Disney movies, my favorite, favorite live action Mary Poppins, favorite animated Jungle Book because the music and the and it's just all character development, which is great. I think. Yeah. I think as far as animated, I'd have to go Lion King, but the music. But as far as music, favorite music is Hunchback for sure. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think yeah, that Sarah cosplay was really solid. Yeah. Um, she was great. The hair. She had the pretty things on the side of her head. Yeah. <laughs> she had the I don't the hair ornaments, I guess. Uh, yeah. And uh, so it's late afternoon, and we're both kind of tired. So <laughs> words may fail me. I'm not having a stroke. I promise. So uh, yeah. So. Um, and then we got to talk to a lot of really cool people throughout the day, cosplayers and artists. And, um, I interviewed, um, two cosplayers. One of those episodes should be coming out, uh, the same day that this episode comes out. Um, cause this is really just kind of a bonus. Um, 
And yeah, I interviewed uh, Captain Cody Cosplay, who was here as Ace Ventura. And I interviewed uh, That Shady Hayes, who was here as uh, like, what is it? New 52 Nightwing, I think. Yeah. So it was it was a really cool, really cool time. Everybody was super nice. Um, And oh, yeah, I got to meet um, Sharon Rose Cosplay who she came up to me and like, I, I wanted to go over and take her picture. Cause I, I didn't recognize her immediately. I just saw her awesome fairy cosplay from like Tinkerbell. And, um, she and her buddy Christian were, uh, yeah, two, two fairies from Tinkerbell. And, uh, and we both were like geeking out over each other and she was very sweet and supportive. And I was like, Oh my God. And we were both like, Oh my gosh, I follow you. And then I realized that she is one of the admins for the she prop community. So I'm going to once again, plug the she prop community. If you are a uh, female or non-binary or trans uh, uh, cosplayer or prop maker or what have you, uh, and you would like to be part of a supportive network of like-minded people uh, in a safe environment where we offer, we only offer critics. There's only criticism uh, offered when you request it. And it's, it's a really great space to share ideas and share works in progress. And I mean, it's, I haven't seen any drama really ever pop up because it's kept pretty well in check by the admins and everybody there. We're all just there to support each other. And, um, so I really want to shout out the sheep prop and they have their own podcast. It's more of a video podcast where they interview, um, fellow sheep proppers about from all over the country, all over the world about, um, their cosplay experience and, uh, different tips and tricks and et cetera. So, uh, if you're looking for a more video based, uh, cosplay, podcast at absolutely check them out and even if you just love the she prop community definitely check them out so you can find the she prop community on facebook for sure and yeah so we're gonna go ahead and wrap up so we can go and get some dinner yes yes um so uh, you can find me on Instagram at Real Kiki Elise. Uh, you can find our podcast on Instagram at Cosplay Confidential or Facebook uh, Cosplay Confidential Podcast. You can hear us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, or anywhere fine podcasts are heard through the De- Podcast Detroit Network. Um, I'd like to thank um, Podcast Detroit for uh, lending me the equipment to come out here and record some episodes. Um, and I'd like to thank Din for inviting me to this con because it was super fun and it was my first con in Virginia and I got to go with Din to her first con. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I don't know. It was, no, it was super fun and I am glad we did this. It was a new experience and I like trying new things. And it's not, it's not often that we get together um, that we actually get to spend time with just the two of us. So it was really nice. Yeah, it's it's hard with um, children. Not that we don't love being with them, but it is hard to find <laughs> grown-up time and, you know, not have to hire a sitter, like, every time. Grown-up dress-up time. Yes, grown-up dress-up time. That uh, that sounds a little bit wrong, but that's okay. I'm fine with it. <laughs> grown-up dress-up oh, time. yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Very funny. All right. Uh, so once again, from Cosplay Confidential, I'm Kiki. And I'm Din. Keep creating, inspiring, and sharing the love. <laughs>